Hello and welcome to Opening the Gates to More Listings for Estate Agents with me, Simon Gates, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Holly Price. Holly, thank you very much for joining me. Oh, thank you so much. I'm uh, I'm honoured that you've asked me, so thank you. No, you're very welcome. Um, I think we probably first crossed paths maybe a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, uh, 2020, I think it was, um, when I started my journey in prop tech. Oh, the joys, eh? So have you gone, remind me, you've kind of gone full circle. So you've been, you've been an estate agent, ventured into prop tech, and you're now a business owner and back in the state agency. Is that... Yeah, so, it, so and a couple of bits along the way. Um, so started uh, in a state agency, um, did that for five years, then went into construction. So then worked for uh, retirement builder, McCarthy Stone, and then um, prop tech. And then a national, um, like a cash for homes, estate agent and buyer. And then here I am today. And how 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 many months are we into your estate? Uh, it will be six months as of Sunday that I actually announced that I was doing it. Um, and I didn't actually plan on starting until May because I thought, you know, um, my little one was going to go into nursery as of May. I was like, right, I won't start. And then all of a sudden it was like I started getting people wanting to list with me. So I thought, well, can't say no, really, can I? So, so on that point, I think there's a lot of estate agents out there who will admit they they suffer with like imposter syndrome. So I bet, you know, talk us through, was it, were you, excuse my friend, but were you shitting it? Were you like, my God? <laughs> yes. Uh, so... I was thinking about doing this uh, mid 2020. Wow. So I first started talking about, um, in fact, you know, I'm with EXP. So I started talking to Adam Day um, in mid 2020. Uh, so I've been thinking about this for a long time and really kind of what was holding me back. I was, you know, I was putting it off because I thought, you know, we have loads of big changes going on in our lives. We were, um, moving house, well, I mean pandemic, moving house, and then uh, we were getting married, and then it was, you know, and then we got pregnant, and then da 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 da, um, and I really kind of put it off for a long time, but actually, you know, I've been thinking it, about it for a while, but really, it was my thoughts around, okay, can I actually do this? Mm. Like, is it something that I am capable of doing? Uh, you know, because I was an estate agent. Like I was on stage for five years um, with a big, you know, corporate agent. Um, I'd done negotiating. I'd done a lot to do with the auctions. I'd done some valuing. Um, but really, it had been quite a while since I did that because I left in 2017. Okay. So then I went to construction, then prop tech. So, I, you know, it was when I was considering it, it was a bit like, you know, I hadn't done it for a while. Could I actually do it? Can I make it work? Um and luckily, I have my husband who is like the best support. And he was the one that was like, Holly, you need to do it. Go and do it. You'll smash it. And but yeah, but I did I dithered around for two years, essentially, pretty much before I actually bothered yeah. to launch. So. And so you mentioned a few things there, which which was questions I wanted to ask you. So in the past two and a half years, whatever, so pandemic we've had. So, um, so you got married in that time? 
Uh, yes, it was. Um, we got married. Yeah, in twenty twenty, it was a little uh, twenty twenty one. Sorry, it was a bit of a. It was the fifth attempt to try and get married because of COVID. So we went from a wedding of one hundred and fifty people to six. Oh wow! Okay. Um, I was twenty three weeks pregnant at the time as well. So wow. Okay. So wedding. Uh, Grace comes along. You sold a house, didn't you? Your own house. Yeah, sold. Yeah, and bought this one. And, yeah. and and started a new business like some people call you crazy a lot of people call me crazy <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and we also renovated this house in mid-pandemic we also renovated another property uh so the one and... you sold was that a, was that like a flip um or... no well no it was our first home um okay. but then uh we sold at a time where actually it you know it was sort of mid 2020, so we made a good profit on that. Managed to be able to afford a property like this one that we're in now, which we're really grateful for and lucky for. But you know, we we work hard for things like that, and that's kind of what people think we're absolutely insane for taking on um, loads of stuff at once. So <laughs> it's just what we do. So how? So but but how how do you do it? So the agents listening to this who who are who are struggling to to keep all the plates spinning so what how is it you, you're able to fit that in you must be doing something right in terms of time or choice management to keep keep everything afloat and there must be times when you feel like you're not yeah it's um so yeah it's hard I'm not gonna lie it's really really hard so uh me and my husband tend to make really big decisions quite quickly <laughs> um and kind of want to get stuff done all the time uh like like big stuff done at the same time as other big stuff and it, we just kind of end up managing it I don't really know how we do it um you know for me there's lo- loads of stuff that's happened in the past like couple of years but like I have you know dealt with bits of my mental health because obviously we're doing a lot of stuff at the same time and lots yeah. of changing things but um I don't know. I just think it, I think that me and Andy um, are quite adaptable to change, but at the same time, it's still very hard and it still takes a toll. Um, mm. So don't get me wrong. Don't don't think that we are sort of this, uh, you know, elite, you know, couple that kind of can do everything and and it not affect us, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, we we've got an eleven month old baby now, you know we're six months just about six months into business you know we're just starting to see money come in I'm getting busier which means I have to put into a nursery which means it costs money and you know so it's not easy um I think it's looking at the long-term goal really Mm. I think that's what it is for us at the moment we can see the long-term goal um so that's what we try and focus on but you know it's it's really not easy you know at all (laughs) I love that though that you said looking at the the long-term goal because I think we're so guilty in this industry of the instant gratification and, and looking at what's in front of us now and when you mentioned about um, mental health what a keen reason why I wanted to get you on a podcast and what I love about for example your LinkedIn is you wear your heart on your sleeve you'll, you'll celebrate successes but then you'll also put when you've had a bit of a down day like and and I can't remember one I can't remember what I think you put a post up possibly about losing an appraisal or something yeah yeah. which I think I commented on and you got so many comments on it 
Um, so much, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It was so much, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's one of those things that I kind of... Uh, I'm quite uh, an emotional, I don't know if emotional is the right word actually really, but because um, everybody's emotional in their own way, but kind of I'm quite an expressive person. And also I like to talk about things and how I kind of deal with stuff probably. Although, you know, I bottle other stuff up. That's that's just what you do, isn't it? But uh, what I do, but I think for me to process stuff, I like to share it and show that like, I'm not doing it for any sort of, you know, popularity or anything like that. I just like to get it off my chest. I think that works for me. So having a platform like LinkedIn, and actually um, I've got loads of lovely people on there. I mean, LinkedIn is one of those things that kind of you love or you hate. Yeah. Um, you get some people that you just think, why are you even commenting? Like, stop. Like, But I like to get it off my chest and feel a little bit better that I'm not alone and also let other people know that they're not alone if they're you know having the same sort of situation and not everybody's confident enough to kind of I don't know spill everything yeah <laughs> the life on uh, on LinkedIn but apparently I am so <laughs> I think there'll be a, there'll be a lot of uh LinkedIn lurkers who who wouldn't comment might not yeah. message you but they'll they'll be reading something and be going I really need to see that today yeah, and I think that's really important because, you know, I've come across stuff before, whether it's on social media or whatever, and people have shared stuff and on their stories. And I think, actually, I needed to read that today. You know, I needed to see that. I needed to yeah. see somebody say, you know, it might be a rubbish day, but, you know, there's tomorrow. You know, generic insert quote here, you know. But, uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things that, I just like to support people as well because I'm going through it, so I need the support. So I'm assuming. I think there's there's there seems to start starting to move in the right direction of a lot more collaboration uh, in this industry. Like I remember in, in my early days in estate agency, even when I left to be focused on a few years ago, if I was walking down the street, if I saw a competitor, I'd cross the road. Now that that's not that's not yeah, it's not me. That's just what was drilled into me from an early age it's like don't talk to competition like and and I remember being like a bit of a bit of an arse actually at times probably in the in the early years of when you like get chain details yeah like and actually I look back now and it's like we we all are here for the same reason we want to help clients move home and make a little but make a little bit of money along the way and if we're fighting each other it's it's not helping it doesn't make your day any better so you know and and anybody else's but it's sort of um I don't like to then you know if I've had a bad experience in a in a chain which has been a lot because I used to do a lot of uh, sales progression I'm quite a stickler for sales progression specifically um and you know I make sure that I get every single detail that I need to get from anybody and I seem I probably maybe come across to some agents um as um I don't know what the word is kind of a bit like you know really like getting into the well who said that and when did they say that and this that and the other you know I, but you know it I want to be able to provide the right thing to clients but I think some agents think all right chill out yeah like, why are you getting so like weird about it but for me like it makes a massive difference to your client and and to the process and also 
the chain because actually you you as an estate agent want to get your money as soon as possible you do of course you do you know so what's the point in holding stuff up but I generally don't um like bashing agents what's the point you know there's room for everybody but I do I, I will sort of I think <laughs> I don't know I will kick off if, if it's really bad you know because you think well I'm trying to help people you're trying to help people let's work together let's stop like ignoring me that's yeah. the one thing yeah yeah so you've just mentioned about sales progression um over your shoulder there's a couple of completion boxes so uh are you at a point now where you've had a you've had a, a couple of completions take place I've two completions take place uh, i've got one um coming up we're just trying to work to exchange it's just the last little bits and bobs of getting this contract signed but i've got um a good a nice one coming up on the first uh and then it's now getting i've recently had about six sales in the last like week oh, that's wow. all of a sudden kind of just uh yeah got them on 24 hours later it's sold which is great that's perfect um but now it's getting to the point where i need to get those through but yeah But they've only just started, so it's really looking at the end of the year. But anyway, so um, on the completions, then what what does what does completion day look like to you as a, as a business owner, and you're seeing it through from you know that initial appraisal all the way through to handing over the keys? Is there something you you're particularly doing on completion day to to leave a lasting impression? Um, so um, it's not just completion day it's actually so the day before as well I like to make sure that my seller has I like to go meet my seller if I can I um, the yeah. day before, uh, and go and whether I need to be there or not you know I'll go and like so two completions that I've had so far are, were quite emotional sales for the sellers um they were properties where you know their family members had passed away or it was a child at home or what have you um so it was really important to them to have a good experience um you know when they were handing over they're basically handing over memories you know to somebody else and and, and letting go of that kind of thing so that's really massively important um to them so it should be important for them to have a, a good experience at the end rather than a sad one so um recently so the two I've had so one of them uh he lived it was his childhood home he'd been there since he was born basically his mum and dad and um, his dad passed away his mum was in care um you know she unfortunately um got dementia so she didn't really know what's happening so you know he was really struggling to kind of let go so we basically I went to go meet him the night before at the property because he lives in Liverpool and he was staying there I took him fish and chips because he didn't have anything in the house um he had no food or anything I took him some beer as well and we sat down for like two hours we enjoyed fish and chips we talked about um the house and the memories we talked about you know his love of cars because I love cars as well and just kind of had a nice time and he really appreciated that oh I think he really appreciated it I had a lovely time as well and similarly you know I went to go meet another um client just before you know it was her mum's property she'd passed away quite suddenly like before you know a couple of months before well not a couple of months before but the year before and that was really hard as well for her because again she'd grown up in that house so 
I went there, took her some flowers and, you know, and just sort of I chatted with her, helped to take them, reminded her to take the meter, meter readings and then just sort of said, you know, thank you so much. And I gave her a hug and that was it sort of thing. So so that's completion, you know, completion yeah. day beforehand. And then on completion day, my buyers, I am the most excited person. <laughs> I'm like buzzing for them. Um, and we just arranged to sort of meet. I will go, you know, with maybe a completion box and flowers or something personal for them, you know, moving in and I make sure we get a picture and like them putting the keys in the door so I can send it to them afterwards. So they have that lasting memory forever. And yeah, it's just, you know, I won't like spend loads of time with them because they want to get in. They don't want to deal with me anymore, but you know they want to get into their new house. We go around, we go in and look, it's like Christmas day. I'm getting excited now. Thank you. Well, you know, a couple of things you you said, I was like um, getting chills because saying about fish and chips, beer, uh, that kind of thing. And and the language you used, I don't think I've ever heard an estate agent say it before. And I absolutely loved it. And I wrote it down. They're handing over memories. Like that, that really, really hit me. I seriously, powerful. My mum and dad were selling their house tomorrow. It's like that's that is my childhood. Like I'd be, I'd be, I'd be. I'm, I'm feel emotional just thinking about them, them doing that. So I love what you said there when I said, "What does completion look like?" You're like, "Well, hang, hang on, let's forget the day beforehand. This is what happens." And then like simple things like meter readings. You know, we people move on average, call it every eighteen years. I don't bloody know what exactly you, you do. So to to make them more relaxed and explain what what actually is going to happen yeah. um it's brilliant and it's it's obviously not the reason you do it um you're just a lovely human being but the byproduct <laughs> is going to be they're going to tell other people how amazing it was yeah and that's and that's great and sort of you know yes it's lovely to get that repeat business of course it is you know you don't do it for that you know but i had a lovely time for both of you know both times that i went to completion you yeah, know um but yeah my, you know at the end of the day the the client is well the seller is my client so making their experience as exciting and as lovely and stress-free as possible you know the buyers are well excited they're moving into a new home but the sellers are letting go of something that's massively important to them so you know that's that's a huge thing that I make sure that I try and do and then I've got my next one coming up soon we've already spoken about and as much as it's not an, an emotional sale but we've already spoken about um me going round when it's exchanged and we're gonna um sort of pop a bottle and they're only around the corner from me so I'm gonna go and you know uh enjoy a drink with them you know once we've done my sellers and I've got them like a little personal some bits for their dogs as well so I'm like you know um so I'm looking forward to that one because also I get to have a drink and (laughs) walk home again so that's good so yeah You've just mentioned dogs mine are going crazy in the background, uh, howling like they're wolves or something. Cause, I can't hear them, don't worry. Uh, Mine's good. Good. They're, they're incredibly distracting. Good guard dogs, so you don't need an alarm or or, or uh, one of those ring doorbells with them there. Um, you just mentioned about dogs, right? Like, I've, I I love that, that, that you said, you know, get like a treat for the dog or something. Like, those, those little things, again, are going to be just like tiny noticeable things, TNTs, and... Um, one of the things I came across the other day, uh, which I really liked, and this is a shout out to Jerry Lyons, um, the the content writer, because he put in a group uh, this idea off of Etsy 
where you can basically buy um, a bit like what I've got on the on the wall over my shoulder, like posters, and it's like the Monopoly board. So imagine your completion is Smith Street. You can get like a poster like that that says Smith Street, just like Monopoly, and have it whatever colour it, it would be on the board. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, just have the address on it and, and the and the number. It doesn't cost a lot of money. You imagine handing that over on, on completion. Yeah. And maybe maybe those people who have just handed over the memories, you can say, look, I know you've had a lot of, you know, happy memories here. I just want to give you this. Like, even yeah. if they're not there anymore. Um, and, yeah, I think, like, for example, it's not branded or anything. So imagine they then have a housewarming. People walk in. They're in the entrance. And they go, oh, my God, that's amazing. Where did you get that from? And it's like, oh, Holly, my estate agent got me that. Yeah. And it's that personal thing. And I think it's, you know, um, I've I've read, I'm in a couple of Facebook groups with, you know, with other estate agents. I'm in a fantastic group uh, called Women in Estate Agency. And, you know, if you're a woman listening in estate agency, you should definitely join it. Go and have a look at it. It's, fa it's fabulous. But sort of um, some agents in different groups have sort of felt a little bit like they're buying stuff for clients. Um, and then maybe they don't get things in return or maybe they don't get the Google reviews. And it's one of those things, isn't it, that kind of you buy a gift for your client because you want to say thank you um, and maybe you don't get, I don't know what you do. I don't know sometimes what you expect from, from that because I don't expect sort of, you know, the gifts back. Of course I don't. Like I've not had gifts from every single person that, you know, my buyer and my yeah. sellers. I haven't had that because I don't expect it. But also, you know, like you said, it doesn't have to cost the earth. You don't have to go out and buy, you know, big uh, extravagant gifts for people. Um, but, yeah, I think it's one of those things that some estate agents probably look at it as a cost and don't think about the, again, the long term, um, you know, yeah. what's going to be good for your business kind of thing. But I think I think we're so guilty of just looking at everything as as a cost. Um, and actually, it's, it's not giving to receiving either. Um, and I think that any agent out there, corporate, high street, self-employed, whatever it is, you should have a budget each month and it could be £10, it could be £100, doesn't matter what it is, but it's just to go do something nice. I, I really do agree with that. Um, I think, yes, for a, for a business that six months old, um, you know, I only had two completions. I've still got money going out. I've got to think about things that, you know, I want to spend money on. But that extra tenner or whatever, 15 quid to go and get some beer, fish and chips and stuff, you know, it makes a massive difference. And actually, is it worth it? Yes, probably. Should I be spending it? Probably not. But I'm going to do it because it makes a difference. Yeah, agreed. Um, right. Last, last few questions now as we come to the end of the podcast. So, uh tech i'm going to ask you about tech um yeah brace yourself okay don't worry so it could it could be prop tech you've what you've worked in that side of of, of, uh, of the agency world it could be a mobile phone app it could be a website it could be a google chrome extension is there one thing you're using like on a daily basis where you know it, it helps save you time it helps you um do business generation that you'd like to share uh, tech, tech, tech. Um, so uh, I spend my time faffing about on Canva a lot. Okay. I get a lot of uh, um, compliments about my social media, which is lovely. Um, 
because I do it all myself. Um, but to be fair, I do faff about quite a lot on it. Uh, so uh, I think that's sort of one of my things. I don't know. I think uh, just I'm not using very much tech at the moment. Um, I've just bought myself. If you want to be like very specific on tech, I've just bought myself a camera because um, I want to learn how to take photos rather than spending a lot of money on photography all the time. I mean, special stuff that I can't you know do um then then great but um so that's a very like generic if i hear the word tech i'm like ooh, camera phone or whatever no, but, they're the they're the the they simple bits of tech would that would actually you could argue what's the most important thing in an in an estate agent's business is a telephone yeah exactly <laughs> and yeah it, and i'm it, about um, to look into another one as well because i need a new one so if you've got any recommendations tell me uh but um yeah i think I'm I don't think I'm tech like tech led. I wouldn't say like my business at the moment or maybe in the future is tech led for sort of you know, I've worked in prop tech, I know what technology can do, and I know sort of um, the benefits for for an estate agent um yeah. where I am at my journey. Do I need that sort of stuff? No, I'm very much at basics at the moment. I am basics. I need to build X, Y, Z to yeah. be able to have that uh, business in the front. But um, yeah, for me at the moment, it's, you know, I'm using social media. So Canva social media is a is a huge thing. I'm getting pretty much all my um, valuations and, you know, recommendations from social media. The, so that was going to be a, a question. The next question, actually. So Canva, <laughs> I think it's a great, great one to say if, if others yeah. are not, not using it um, and you don't have, you know, the, the luxury of a, of, I don't know marketing design team yeah. in, a, in a bigger agency um but on the valuations you've had the sales agreed the completion so it they've all literally been coming from social media and, and recommendations pretty much yeah I mean I've done um a spot of canvassing um you know and leafleting around my sort of village where I am and I've had a couple of um stuff come from that which is great but really it's been I mean I'm maybe, um, so I've moved around quite a lot in my life and um, different places because, you know, my, our family moved. So I'm 32. We've been in York for sort of 20 years. But people, so I've got sort of like a stupid amount of Facebook friends, mm. like like stupid, like it's like 1,500 or something like that um, because we've moved around so much, maybe even more. Um, people know me as an estate agent. People have always known me as, an estate agent and I've always had people contact me from social media from my Instagram and Facebook to say Holly I'm buying this house or I'm looking at this house or this I'm selling this house can you recommend x y and z so I've always had that for years and years just sort of what led me to thinking I could do it on my own um but uh but yeah so I think that it's one of those things that I'm already known as being an estate agent or something to do with property. So people know me for that. So I get a lot of stuff from Facebook um, and recommendations of people that know me. So, but I've also um, tapped into local uh, sort of Facebook groups. Okay. So villages around York. So York is obviously huge and there's loads of villages and there's loads of different places. So um, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to put myself into one location mm-hmm. Um I wanted to kind of be a bit flexible until I found my niche. But I've been recommended by friends and family on local Facebook groups and I've had instructions from them. 
I've been in, you know, posting in my local village group videos of myself saying, hi, Stamford Bridge, it's Holly, this is me, you know, I'm a normal person, you'll probably see me walking my dog Elvis, say hi, you know, and do that kind of thing. So that's basically what I've been doing on social media to get those valuations. But most of they have been sort of recommendations or, you know, people that know me already, which is really lovely. So that's amazing. I, I think I think you've hit nail on the head there. Like, again, we, we can probably be guilty of not doing this enough, like obviously not um, shoving it in people's faces, but letting yeah. people know we are property experts. If you've got any needs, give us a shout. Um, so leveraging um, your network. Um, what is it they say your network is your net worth uh, and it sounds cringy but I do like it but and then also you're not just relying on the people who are in uh, you know your your Facebook friends it's then going into those local groups uh, and exploring opportunities there. and I really like what you said of you know I'm still being flexible until I really do find my niche and I think maybe people go straight into a particular niche when they're actually not even sure at that point so be a bit flexible to then allow yourself to know which kind of route to go down as well yeah 100 percent. i think when i start when you start a business or if you're an any estate agent i think you think right i, I want the big listings mm-hmm. i want the big money i want the big listings that's what i want and that's fine and that's if you are absolutely you know focusing on that that's fine you know yes i would love to you know get the the really million pound plus sort of stuff of course i would and um, so far it's actually funny because I've probably averaged uh, my properties have averaged around about until recently about 400,000, which is great. And yes, York's quite an affluent area. So, you know, but there's other parts of York that aren't. Um, but I don't want to kind of put myself in a box where I can't, I don't know, be flexible for my customers. If people want to use me, who am I to say, actually, I don't deal with, you know, your 200 grand or, or, or less or what have you or I don't deal with that part of York because maybe it's a, not as great or you know I, I'm here to help people move that's what my job is my job's to help people move and whether they've got a million pound or they've got 150 grand property yeah. they get the same service you know because I don't want to put myself in a you know in that, I mean, I might find my niche at some point, you know, I'm starting to, you know, six months in, completely different from where I started, you know, I'm learning about business, and I'm learning about what works for me, and what kind of gets me exposure as well, and what people like, so that's good, Um, like doing videos and stuff like that, like I like doing them, people uh, like watching them as well, so uh, yeah, so I think it's just still finding my feet, but it's all it's all fun and games yeah. along the way so saying about sort of learning it's all fun and games since you decided to set up your business and have gone into business out what's the best piece of advice you think you've had um i hit a wall at about four months in and someone I... someone sorry to interrupt you i what who, who was i listening to i was listening I was listening to something on social media or something, and it was someone from EXP who mentioned, I actually think they mentioned your name and said about the, the famous wall. I can't remember who it was. I've only just listened well, to it. Maybe Scott Gunn or Ben Moore. No, it wasn't, it wasn't them. I think it was a female. Uh, Claire or Claire Bilton. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, Claire, Claire Bilton. Claire, Bilton. He, she, um, Claire did 
a Facebook Live with Stephen Brown on his lunchtime learnings. And okay. it, was a really good, it was a really good episode. And um, Stephen had asked a question and she mentioned about the wall. And I think how she'd had a conversation with you when you when you hit that wall. So, so yeah, so sorry, I interrupted. Carry on. The wall. Well, no, that's absolutely fine. So it kind of leads me into that because actually it's a it's Claire that I'm going to talk about. Um, so hit this wall at um, about four months. I was really in a position where I had two properties that had sort of sold. I couldn't think about where my next um, instruction was coming from. You know, I was really sort of struggling um, with my motivation as well because I've just like you know I started my this this when I had you know my child was four months old. So I started a business. And she was four months old and you know it, it was very much like I was getting up and I wasn't getting dressed I wasn't taking care of myself and I wasn't kind of you know getting myself into a, a, a headspace where um I felt good about the business and what I was going to do and myself generally uh, I put something in the women in the state agency group and I had a basically a call with Claire Bilton and she essentially she did kick my butt uh, she kicked my bum uh, into gear and sort of said, you know, Holly, uh, if you don't make it work now, it will not work. Um, you have to believe in yourself and you have to get this going, you know. And she really kind of, um, what she did there was she looked at my social media and she said, Holly, your social media is great. Like, your graphics are great, da, 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 but there's no personality there. Get yourself, your personality out there and that's what will do it for you and since then I have changed the way that I do my social media so I put videos out there just me talking you know I have just basically changed the generic this is a home hack you know mm. wallpaper this or you know paint this feature wall like I've stopped doing that um, and really kind of gone hard on the this is me I'm a normal person this is my personality I can help you. I want to help you. Like, let me help you. Um, and I think that putting that personality in there, you know, Claire telling me to do that has made a huge difference. Um, so I think that if any other agents, regardless of, you know, self-employed, you know, in whatever situation you're in, if you want to get more listings, you want to get more exposure, put your personality into it because that's what people buy from people you know that's what you need to do basically and that's what I needed to do and and, and it massively helped so big up to Claire Bilton for <laughs> kicking my kicking my yeah. ass basically no brilliant well I I said what's the best piece of advice you you've been given and you've said what that was which is amazing and you've just given some brilliant advice yourself so let your personality come out people buy from people so brilliant well I just want to say a massive thank you, Holly, for being such an amazing guest. I think it was a great conversation. There'll be lots for the, the listeners to take away from it. So, yeah, thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I, you know, I love your podcast. I love what you're doing, Simon. So, um, and thank you very much. Thank you, Holly.